Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your hosts, Rita and Mel. Hi guys, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Woo! She missed my dance. What dance? Wiggle with it. Oh, okay, you did a little wiggle. wiggle. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right, we got that out of our system. So, we're now in the month of September, already, again, dare I say it, the months are going fast, and you know, some of us have been away, some of us haven't been away. Covid, I've been away. Um, Covid, what have you done to us this year? But anyway, let's push that to one side. Who are we speaking to today, Rita? We have another amazing guest. Yeah, another inspirational interview. Definitely inspirational. Her name is Christine Karma, and she's from Canada, and she's a singer and songwriter, and she's just sharing them her incredible journey and her strength her strength yeah there's definitely a lot of strength a lot of strength um, from there. this interview and as I'm, as we always say you are going to enjoy it absolutely so go ahead yeah. watch the interview and we'll speak to you after see you soon bye Entertainment Showcase. Today we have a special guest, Kristen Karma from Canada. She is a singer and songwriter. Welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase, Kristen. Hi, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. Welcome. So tell us about your journey growing up. What was it like in your hometown of Vancouver and where did the whole passion for music come about? Yeah, so when I was growing up, I um, actually asked my parents for a keyboard or piano. And when they finally, you know, got that for me, um, I started learning and I just took to it right away. I went through the, you know, the little book that had 10 pages, learning how to read music kind of thing. I went right away. I, I learned that and I uh, just, you know, I... I started doing the testing and the grading for it. And then when I was 12 years old, I joined the Air Cadet program and I um, was playing the saxophone and all these different instruments in there. And, you know, I learned how to march. I learned how to different rhythms, how everything worked together. And uh, then I joined the pipes and drums bands, uh, the pipe band um, playing the drums. And, um, you know, from there, just the, the love of music, it just kept growing. So after I graduated high school, I went into an audio engineering program and learned everything in the background about it. Um, you know, how to record bands, how to manipulate sounds, um, all that kind of stuff. And after I was done all that, I had worked in a studio for a little bit and decided I would rather be in front of an audience, you know, doing my music. And so um, about 11 years ago, 12 years ago, I started writing music and found a producer and just kind of went from there and kind of, you know, read everything I could about everything. And, and um, yeah, and then here I am. 
Amazing. Can you still play the saxophone? I still have it in my storage. I probably could. <laughs> but yeah. It must take a lot of lung capacity because it's a lot of breath work within that, right? Yeah, it's a little bit different. Um, it's a little easier than some of the other instruments I tried. I mean, I, I tried the trumpet and euphonium, and that's a lot more air blowing into, you know, a, a tiny little tube. Uh, yeah. Even the chanter for bagpipes is a lot of air. Like, it's yeah, – so it's probably the least amount in all the instruments yeah. that I could play. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So nice. did you find, obviously, gaining all that knowledge and doing the audio engineering, did you find that – it actually helped you in terms of your career having that background knowledge before actually picking off your singing career? Yeah, I absolutely. Because when I come to writing my demos, I can actually have a full idea of what I want to accomplish with my song. Um, so I, I come up with the drum beats and, and that, you know, I didn't know how to play guitar. So I'd plug it into, you know, GarageBand or Pro Tools or something. And I would, um, you know, fake it, you know, fake it till you make it kind of deal. Right. And, you know, I would plug in other instruments and, and come up with all these different wacky things and, and tune it. And I'd be able to go into the studio and really articulate exactly what I want. On the other hand, you know, I've been into studios and working with producers and they they tell me oh this is how i do things and it's like mm. but if you actually had the training then you would know that you just don't take one take of vocals it's multiple yeah. takes right like um so like i've been able to voice and and really figure out down to the core what i what i want for my music and what i want my sound to be like so it's it's really been an asset for me awesome yeah yeah definitely I always think having that background information and that knowledge is so much just makes you as a stronger artist as well. Um, yeah. Because yeah, like, and just like you said, you just get to know exactly right who, what am I working with here, and you know, it's good just to have that second opinion on that. So yeah, mm. awesome stuff. Mm. So let's go into a bit of your iconic moments in your career. One of them was opening for Akon in 2017. Talk to us about that experience. That must have been quite surreal. Yeah, it was It was pretty amazing. Um, I was working with a team who had actually had an artist opening for him and they couldn't open anymore. And so he was frantically looking and I was like, oh, put, you know, like I, I want the spot. Give me the spot. Um, you know, I made my case and everything. And he's like, oh, Akon's a little bit different than your pop rock music. And I'm like, listen. It was Akon who kind of discovered Gaga and I love Gaga. So I'm like, here's the connection. So, um, yeah. So I played the show. It was sold out. It was, it was amazing. The energy was incredible. And, you know, afterwards he is so down to earth. He was like, um, you know, I'm going to meet all of the performers first and get photos and talk to them for a few seconds. And then I'll, I'll do the meet and greet with the VIP fans. And I was like, that's really cool. Cause a lot of bigger artists, they don't really, they're like, ah, oh, you opened for me. That's great. Whatever. Yes, you know? Yeah. So it was, it was a little, it was really different, really cool. So, you know, I got my photo and, and talked to him a little bit and he loved the set and, you know, we went on from there, but it's, it's, it's really cool. It's a moment that's going to stick with me forever. Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. No, as soon as we heard that, we were like, we need to ask this question. What was it like? <laughs> and it's so good, again, to see that, you know, his outtake was about meeting you guys first, that mm -hmm. were you know, supporting him on his tour, and it's like, right, 
or go to the fans after you know again like you said it's always the reverse probably it's like oh yeah thanks for that but yeah lovely yeah love it yeah 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 and I think also what was nice in that is that you've got to have a lot of self-belief in what you do to be able to fight your corner and, and almost say you know what you know would you like almost would you consider me and and, and mm-hmm. that so so it sounds like your your passion and your self-belief in in your music and what you were doing was there quite early on in your mm-hmm. career would you say yeah I would I mean it's been like that since day one I mean I I you know I found a producer online to work on my my uh, EP that I released back in 2010 and I had no idea what I was doing and you know I, I hired different people and it's all trial and error but even nowadays you know, I, I booked on with a company for a um, battle of the bands and I got second and that was my first show that I ever played with a band. And um, then it was, you know, Oh, your music's a little too different for what's in the Vancouver music scene. It's Mm -hmm. too different from this. It's, you're not this, you're not that. And I kept, I was, I was told no a lot. So, I mean, I just started calling the venues and saying, I want to book a show on this day. I'm going to find two bands to support me. And it's been like that since day one, really. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even even when I played, you know, Lady Gaga's after parties, yeah. that was the same thing. I, I knew the guy putting on the um, the event and I would just say, hey, you know, give me a shot. Give me, you know, I love Gaga. I love what she's doing. You know, like, yeah. put me in the slot. Even when they weren't even having uh, bands open. So, I mean, it, it's pretty cool. But if you know what you want, you just got to go after it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, go get them. Absolutely. So what is it about performing on stage that you love so much? I love the reaction from the fans. It's, you know, from, from day one, when you're writing and you, you're, you're pouring your heart and soul into the song and the music and, you know, all your time, energy, everything. And you finally have a song and you perform it on stage and you've got fans that are singing the lyrics back to you or dancing or play that song or anything like that. It's such a, it's such a cool feeling to know all this energy that it, and time that went into creating this, this moment and you go on stage and it's, it's incredible, right? You just, you just get all these people reacting to what the hard work you've done. Um, and, and plus when I perform on stage, I like to incorporate something just a little bit different. Um, you know, whether it's a guest or I, I strip down a song or put a cover in or, or I just do something crazy and uh, it's, it's always different every show. So when my fans show up, they, they know even the, re- the repeat fans, they know it's, you know, it, it's, um, it's going to be something different. And it's not just going to be the same songs. It'll be something completely different, different outfit, different anything. So it's expect the unexpected, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so do you still get nervous when you go on stage? Is there like an element where you just get, feel, I don't know, some tummy bugs or something <laughs> just before you get on? Um, yeah, usually before I get on, I'm, I'm always um, like drinking a lot of water. It's probably a bad idea before you get on stage, but I mean, <laughs> but I'm always like walking around like, yeah, oh, great. The openers are on, you know, I watch everybody, I'm you know, dancing in the background, whatever. And, uh, but I'm always drinking lots and lots and lots of water and it's just kind of like my nervous thing. And then, you know, I get on stage and I just forget about everything and just have, you know, the time of my life. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really the, you know, the, the 10 or 15 minutes before, like I know I'm going on and it's like the little nervous thing, but then when I'm on stage, it's, it's, it's all good. Yeah. yeah. I guess because you're, you're doing what you love. 
so it's just like just go with it just have fun yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah definitely and feeding off the crowd as well like the audience would always give you that yeah just gotta do it rock and roll basically yeah oh, exactly and I you know I get off the stage and I go dance with my fans or if I feel they're not moving enough it's like okay let's go come and like exactly. bring them on stage or like, whatever they want just just have fun because it's all about having fun in the end definitely yeah. I think we're definitely two people that whenever we go to concerts or any sort of gigs we can't stay still we don't understand those that just stay seated down we're like, no, we need to get yeah. up, we need to move, and we just really need to be in that moment. It's, yeah, it's such a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. So um, your single, Dear John, so you gained over 100,000 streams on Spotify, and that must have felt so amazing to uh, when you saw those numbers just multiply. Um, tell us about the single. Yeah, so... Um, my father passed away about three years now and uh, I wanted to write a song that was going to kind of be in his name. And, um, my best friend who was also the featured artist on the song, Marianne Hannah, uh, her brother had passed away, um, I guess 11 years now. And I was, you know, I got together with her and said, well, you're, you're trying to break out as an artist and, you know, let's write a song together just for them. And, uh, if it doesn't go anywhere, that's great, but it's just a way to cope with it. And so, it was really quick. I mean, you know, 10, 15 minutes, we had this demo written and recorded on my phone. And I said, actually, this is pretty good. Why don't we take this to the studio? And so we went into the studio and we still didn't have a name for it. Mm -hmm. And we, we recorded and did the demo up in the studio and, and started putting things together. And uh, we're driving back home and um, she goes, you know, Johnny would really love it. I just looked at her. I was like, John your your brother's name is John and she's like yeah I'm like my dad's name is John wouldn't it be funny if we called it dear John so yeah we were like no we're doing it so the next you know time we went back to the studio we changed a few lyrics and um, we came out with dear John and I mean it's been crazy like we we love we loved how the song sounded I was like let's get a music video done what do you envision for your part of the video she's like I want waterfalls I was like great I want cliffs like let's make this so dramatic and huge and and so we had the video done and it was great and I'm like okay you know we're gonna release this and we're gonna go from there and it's just been incredible that a song that we sat down in you know her apartment and while her parents were out kind of thing and we just started writing really quickly that something that took 10 minutes 15 minutes it's like the whole world is like in love with this thing and as I checked today like it's it's 170,000 plays on Spotify now which is insane um there's over I think it's 25 awards now that the the video and the song is has won or been nominated for um yeah it's just blowing us away with this with the song that's so personal but I know they'd be proud watching so absolutely I mean the song is just absolutely beautiful like you know we've been listening to it so it's so nice it really is and um, (laughs) thank you again you know like congratulations on the success of, of having that song and it's such a blessing as well because like you said it's just come from mm-hmm. such a heartfelt mm-hmm. place and it's got such special moments for the both of you and then now you're, you're seeing that reward and you know and I'm sure they're so proud uh, right now and um, so you mentioned the awards um, again so it won best music video at the indie film awards so how did that how did that feel once you achieved that award 
Yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Um, my PR guy Michael, I, you know, he he tags me and and what I've won and what I've you know nominated for and stuff. It's really cool just to see it almost weekly. There's there's new things coming in. Um, I know that you know I'm nominated for five Josie Awards in in Dollywood, which is uh, the biggest indie film or uh, biggest indie music festival in the world. So I mean, for five nominations, that's incredible too. So um you know there's just so many and i'm just every time it comes in i'm just so blessed that people are listening and they're reacting to it that way it's 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 amazing what inspires you i mean obviously um we know the inspiration behind dear john but what inspires you musically to write your your lyrics and and music yeah, so it's usually things that in my life or close things that have happened to the family and friends, and um, they're all real situations and they're all you know different things. Um, but yeah, it's 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 all things that have been experienced that I write from. Um, and you know, my I wrote a song for my mother who was battling cancer. She's now going through the third time she's going through cancer, and I wrote a song called Believe. And, you know, that was for her so she could believe in herself that she will beat this. She will get through this and she has family behind her. So, I mean, she still listens to that. Um, you know, I have a, a bunch of other like relationship songs or your breakup songs and it's all, you know, just different things that have happened. Yeah. I think um, it sounds like a lot of your songs are very from the heart and I think that's what makes the the success and you know why you're getting the awards is because I think a lot of people all over the world um want to hear songs that are from the heart Mm -hmm. and that they can connect to which is is beautiful in the fact that you can tap into that and be able to express that and almost give that comfort to someone else who's probably you know you're in Toronto and someone else could be in I don't know like the UK for example and you're still touching their lives and I think that's what's incredible about what you do yeah yes thank you and and absolutely it's it was hard to tap in at first but I mean once I once I was able to open up and and be vulnerable it's uh yeah it's definitely everyone's reacting a little bit more now so it's it's not just I'm hiding behind something else or somebody else's experiences I'm just I'm now a very very in tuned with you know I'm putting it out there in the world I'm not the only one dealing with this issue or this experience uh, experience so you know I, I let it out and if somebody else can cope with that or it helps somebody else get through something then you know I'm all for it absolutely no, yes absolutely lovely um in terms of your music, is there an album or is there, do you have like a certain amount of songs that you've done for an EP? What's, um, where else can we get some more music from you? Yeah, so I'm, I'm working on an album. Um, with COVID, everything's kind of been a little bit delayed, unfortunately. But I'm in this, I'm in the studio. I've got a couple more songs that are, you know, just finishing touches. Um, be shooting a music video next month. I mean, everything is coming together. But the, the ultimate goal is is an album, um, and that's probably going to be delayed until 2021 now. But I mean, it's it's in the works. Um, we you know new singles coming out, and um, yeah, it's 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 all exciting with what's coming. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just going back to um, obviously, you know how your music's touching everyone's lives. I mean, when you first set out on this journey. 
what what were, what was your intentions back then compared to now when you're actually you know you've got this obviously this break in terms of you know the whole COVID-19 and you know it's, it's not been as flowing probably as as it was earlier but do you think your intentions have possibly changed in how you're making music compared to when you started earlier on? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've grown as an artist, uh, both, you know, reading about how the industry uh, is working and as well as, you know, my songwriting. Um, when I started, it was, let's see if I can write a song and let's see if, you know, how it would turn out. That was the main thing. And then it was, oh, let's get a band together and let's see if I can perform a song. Would anybody show up to my show? Now it's, you know, I want to win a Grammy. Like it's my goals are much higher, much, much bigger. Um, let's get on the radio. Let's, you know, it's, it's, it's full out, um, a lot stronger than when I started, but I mean, I'm ultimately still, when I go back to my roots, it's still, you know, like how, how can this music, uh, touch somebody else? And, um, yeah, it's, it, the goals are still there. They're just evolved into something a little bit stronger. In terms of, um, so when you've actually been touring and you've done some of these VIP parties for um, Lady Gaga, has this been across the globe or is it mainly been in Canada or where, where has it taken place? Um, for the, the VIP after parties, it's been in Vancouver. So um, when I was living in Vancouver and I had played the first one and then I was actually in Toronto for the second and I flew back to play the, the party. So um, I actually haven't done a full blown out tour uh, yet, but it's been, my shows have been um, in Vancouver or, or around uh, the province of Ontario in Canada. Yeah, yeah. I need to rope you in and get you into the UK. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Once the touring starts beginning, I think Stop again, a lot of postponing <laughs> is happening until 2021. So it'll be so good. Say, Kristen Karma, yeah. <laughs> that's great how would you describe your your genre of music for the audience yeah so it's definitely in the pop realm but it's got uh it's kind of dance beats with pop melodies with kind of that rock infused guitar kind of solos and kind of rough roughness yeah, i like that Love it. that's our music <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's great stuff. Um, what what do you anticipate next for Kristen Karma? Like, are we gonna still see you within music, or would you move into different genres of music? Um, right now, I'm I'm really loving the genre of I'm kind of creating. But um, you know, I've I've done a lot of experimenting since I started. Whether it was R and B, dubstep. Uh, hardcore dance, uh, alternative rock. And I mean, I, it, right now where I'm at, it's combining a little bit of everything, which is really cool. Um, a little bit for everything, everybody. Um, but yeah, I, I'm probably going to stick to the genre for a little bit longer. Um, but who knows? I mean, the, the music industry is constantly evolving. Mm -hmm. They might come up with something different. I mean, if you look at Dear John, I've added a rap in there, which, yeah. you know, you you listen to the song and like, oh, this is such a pretty ballad. And then you go, what? There's a rap? Like, yeah. it's, it throws you off a little bit. But I mean, yeah. it's it's really, I, I serve the music first. So if it's if it calls for something, a different instrument or a different something, you know, I'm, I'm going to serve the song first. Yeah, 
Mm. I like that. I love the fact that as well, you're not set into one particular frame of saying, right, I'm going to stick to this beat throughout the whole song. You will kind of evolve it mm. because that's the whole beauty of music to get that creation in there and that's your own spin on it, which I think is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I think that comes from the audio engineering background, doesn't it? In fact, having that knowledge, you can be as creative as you want to with your own material. Yeah, exactly. And just try different things. I mean, nobody got anywhere by playing it safe. So exactly. just, you know, like, uh, just try try different things, whether it's manipulating an instrument or adding something crazy in uh, my next single or my next songs I'm working on, I have a Spanish rapper. I've never done that before. You know, I've, I'm doing a duet. Like I've never done that before. Just kind of change it up with different things and see what happens. At the end of the day, music is my outlet. So it's, it's, you know, if, if every, if the fans love what they're hearing, that's amazing too. But at the end of the day, it's to get everything off of my chest and what what's building up inside. Yeah, and I think it makes it more fun for you as well, instead of sticking to a routine. Yeah. You're actually yeah. meeting different people, you know, collaborating different music. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, I, I love that. We lo- we're all about versatility, me and Mel. So. Oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> and I was just thinking about, like, um, even bands like Queen, like, they were so creative in how they did things, and, and you know, and we can't think of a world without Queen, right? So right. this is this is the way that I think music needs to you know evolve more on and learn. oh exactly yeah 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 exactly. and I'm just thinking you know Lady Gaga who yeah exactly you know who you love her music is not like she has different things in it and even in herself you know different costumes the way she looks and that's it's what art. makes her yeah pure mm. art you know and more people want to know well, what she's doing next and mm. and I think that's the whole beauty of it. So. exactly exactly awesome okay. yeah i'm looking forward to this journey more <laughs> yeah okay so in terms of so we always ask our guests this question what free tips would you give to someone who wanted to pursue a career in music um the first one would be knowledge um read up on everything you can um there's so many resources out there whether it's uh the internet go to the library um, ask around, just be prepared um, for what you're getting into. Uh, <clears throat> second, know the artist you want to be. Uh, whether, you know, if, if you want to be a pop artist, be a pop artist. If you want to be, um, you know, if you want to make up some other genre, make up some other genre. Just know who you, who you are and what you want to be and what your message is for the world um, and just go for it. And, and third thing um, is believe in yourself. Um, I know it's such an easy thing, but it, it's something that I struggled with starting and mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people have you know, struggled with and uh, you're going to be told no a lot in the industry and you just need to just believe in yourself that you can accomplish anything you set your mind to and just go for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I love the um, be the artist that you want to be, you know, just yeah. having that vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I mean, you was that the case for you that you had that vision of yeah this is this is how I want to be how I want to evolve um and you just kind of aimed for that was that how it worked for you or did you find that that vision changed a lot um I started 
when I started, I didn't know what kind of artist I wanted to be. I started with a song and went into the studio and kind of let the producer dictate what my sound is going to be like. Um, Once I stopped working with him, I I joined another company and, you know, it was, again, it was different. I was like, well, I want to try this. And it was like, "Mm, you know, you're, you don't look the part, you don't sound the part, you're this, you're that, you're not going to accomplish this. And I was like, "Mm, okay. And then, you know, I, I found a company out of Toronto that kind of, they accepted what I wanted and they, I started doing what I wanted and being the artist I wanted to be, but then it was, well, let me try and put you in R and B and let me try and, and at the end of it, it was like, Hey, oh, stop. This is not what I want. Yeah. So yeah. I stopped working with that company and this is over like, I don't know, seven, eight years or so. Mm-hmm. And, and at that point I was like, you know, I, I know what kind of artist I, I know kind of artist I want to be. I know what kind of music I like. I know how I want to dress. I know exactly what my setup is like and how I want my, my players to look and sound. And mm-hmm. as soon as I narrowed that down, I mean, I found a producer out here who completely gets my vision and gets my music and I'm completely hands-on and co-produce the songs with him. Um, and when I get on stage, I know exactly, I have the same kind of players. Um, I make them wear outfits. I make them wear you know, they come in, they're very professional, they do what I ask, and then, you know, that's it. And so um, I didn't, it was a lot of trial and error when I first started. But, you know, if now I'm telling artists when they ask the same advice, know who you want to be. If you want to be a punk rock artist, be a punk rock artist, figure out what that looks like, figure out what that sounds like. What do you, what kind of equipment do your favorite bands use, you know, down to the T, um, what kind of venues are they playing? Are they having mosh pits? Are they having sit down concerts, you know, uh, just figure it out, do your research and then go for it. If I knew that, you know, when I started, I probably, you know, would be in a different spot than I am now, but I'm still thankful for the journey and what I've learned and I can pass on this knowledge to others. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it is the fact that you were where you were and then now you know exactly where you need to be. And that authenticity is now, we can see that even if the people that will follow you on your Instagram or you know, and, you know, kind of follow you around, would actually just see right now, Kristin Karma is herself. She's doing the music she wants to do. Mm. And I think, again, learning that and being able to share that with the viewers today, um, as well as um, your own fan base, is the best is the best sort of advice that you can give them when they evolve to um, do their own thing, be it in music or whatever it is. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. 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 You know what I love about this interview is there's a lot of strength coming yeah there's a lot of um that kind of yeah i don't know if i can say girl power but yeah female power yeah there's you know you from early on in the interview you know you said like this is what i want this is what i'm kind of looking for and even across your journey you know you know connecting with akon being able to express who you were then and then, you know, with Lady Gaga, it's like you are living kind of the dream of this is what I want and I'm just going to go for it and express mm-hmm. that yeah. this is the way I'm going to make it happen. And you are making it happen. So, yeah, yeah, I love that about you, Kristen. I think it's that energy is definitely coming off. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. So, um, so we've spoken about again the pipeline of what's yet to come from you, and we're definitely going to look out for this album in um, in twenty twenty one. 
where can our viewers find out more about you? This is your yeah. chance to plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so my website, kristenkarma.com. Um, I am on Instagram, um, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, everywhere. Um, you know, just search up Kristen Karma and uh, you'll be able to find me for, for anything. And it's, I operate all my own social media. So it's all the responses are from myself. It's, it's nobody else that, or, you know, is, is DMing back or messaging back. So it's, it's, it's me. And what's the one last um, tip or advice or message basically you'd like to share with our viewers today? Um, yeah, just don't, don't ever give up on your dreams. Anything is possible. Uh, it might take longer than others, but it's your journey and stick to it. And it's you who determines where you want to be and how successful you want to be. So just never give up. Amazing. Good stuff. Kristen, keep that strength. Honestly, it's your, yeah, this is, yeah, this is your utmost blessing there and is coming through on this Zoom call. We're virtually feeling that, that strength, which is absolutely great. But again, we just wanted to thank you so much for being a guest on the show. Um, and again, I know our viewers are going to get so much from this interview. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So, what did you think? Girl power or what? Yeah. Oh, I was just... Power, power. Yeah. Strength inspiration of course <laughs> yeah empowerment <laughs> yeah um, all of those words um i think you definitely got a lot from that interview mm-hmm. as we did yeah as a lot always. of just a lot of energy and passion for what she's doing and yeah. she's not afraid to to go for it and yeah. and that's what we want to share and we hope that you're getting that from these interviews which i'm sure everyone's I think so. Yeah, absolutely. So don't forget to follow her on Instagram. Head over to SoundCloud. Head over to YouTube. Again, there's loads of things that Kristen Karma is doing and loads of things that she's sharing with the world and loads of things that she wants to share with you. Make sure you download her song, Dear John. Um, and again, it's such a beautiful track. Mm. Again, it's a ballad with some rap and it's got a great beat to it. Um, pretty sure you're going to love her songs just as much as we do. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, it's just that inspiration that we get from all of our guests and the strength that we spoke about today. Yeah, and the top tips again were be the artist amazing. who you want to be. Yeah, <laughs> love it. I think that just says it all. Um, so we don't need to keep talking about no, it any further, no. except, yeah, exactly, <laughs> except don't forget to follow us on at Rhyme Entertainment Official, or you can also follow us on at sisters underscore in underscore rhyme, and how do we spell rhyme? R-I-M-E. And again, I started my dance a little bit, a bit too early. early. A little bit too early, but I want to dance. Well, now. I had to dance at the beginning. So. Yeah, and I feel like listening to more Kristen Karma's music so, so yeah. I can get dancing. But anyway, go download her music. 
go and follow her on Instagram and follow us too. And also just comment, let yeah. us know what you thought about the interview. Don't be shy. Don't we're be nice shy. People. We are, we're so laid <laughs> back. Talk to us about anything, anything that is appropriate, of course. Anyway, take care guys. See you soon. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Dear John, are you doing well? Are you happy with your farewell? Can you hear me falling down to pray? I think about you every single day. Don't you wish there was another path? To Gearheads know that some projects need so many parts, it feels like you need a whole storage unit just to store them. That's what eBay Motors' 122 million parts are for. Think of it as your virtual parts garage. They've always got the right fitment at the right prices. Use the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride.